1: And I'm Karen Moscow. This update is brought to you by Eisner Amper. When entrepreneurs face challenges like choosing a business structure or access to capital, they call the accountants and advisors at Eisner Amper. Connect with them, EisnerAmper.com slash tech. And the European Central Bank lowering its benchmark interest rate to zero and cutting its deposit facility rate to minus 0.4%. Of course, we have much more on this coming up as Bloomberg surveillance continues. Just looking at market reaction, those stocks are jumping in Europe. The DAX in Germany. Now, a 2.2 percent, the CAC in Paris up 2.1 percent, FT100 up 6 tenths percent, S&P E-Mini Futures now up 18 points, Dow E-Mini Futures up 119, NASDAQ E-Mini Futures up 41, 10-year Treasury up 4.30 seconds, the yield 1.86 percent. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Thank you, Karen Mosco. Well, it looks like Mario Draghi is throwing the book at the, the markets, yes. making many changes to monetary policy for the European Central Bank. They cut the main financing rate, uh, their main benchmark rate to zero. That's a five basis point cut. They uh, lower the marginal Uh, lending facility to 25 basis points, and they cut the deposit rate to negative 40 basis points, a 10 basis point cut, which had been expected. They are also increasing QE, 80 billion euros a month, another 20 billion a month. They are also announcing a new series of long-term repo operations with banks, loans to banks. They're expanding QE to include non-bank corporate bonds that is a very interesting change by the ecb a lot of people did not think they would get to there to that yet yeah. Uh, Mario Draghi says that, uh, or at least the ECB says that the measures will take effect on March 16th. So, an enormous amount of changes in European monetary policy. Tom,
0: and you see it with the movement in yields. Yields went lower, more negative for the German two-year. They reversed sharply. I would suggest off the corporate paper announcement, uh, the German two-year negative 0.532 is fractionally less negative. A more positive movement on the German at uh, two year, the Euro craters, not back to any kind of support or to a two standard deviation move, but a 108.75 is in a full 126 pips. Uh, for the euro. This is a weaker euro. Mike, I would put the uh, mark on um, support in the vicinity of 108.27, 50 or 60 pips away. And two standard deviations is 108.13. So we're a bit away from any kind of breakdown in the euro, even though the, the euro is weaker off the announcement.
1: All right, let's get some expert analysis of this from uh, Brunella Rosov with uh, Rubini Economics. Uh, Bernella. Mario Draghi uh, today had a number of alternatives he could have chosen to stimulate growth in the eurozone. He chose all of them, basically.
2: Yes, effectively, he went the full Monty almost uh, in the sense that uh, he has lowered all the three um, uh, policy rates that they have uh his uh, disposal. Uh, of course, most notably the um, uh, depot rate by 10 basis point, but also the MRO by 5 basis point. That can be important for the pricing of the uh, new TLTROs. Now, we need to see uh, what these uh, new TLTROs are uh, uh, about, if there's any um, a difference uh, with the previous one uh, that were launched in uh, June 2014. Probably the pricing, as I was saying, is going to be lower due to the low, uh, the lower MRO rate. The big surprise, if you want, is the increase in the size of uh, QE from 60 up to immediately 80 billions a month. Uh, a 70 billion uh, expansion would have been more likely, but clearly ACB
0: didn't want to disappoint the market uh, at this stage. Uh, Mike, uh, jump in here with Bruno as well. I want to say markets on the move. Futures explode. Called asset friendly up 15. Dow futures up 106 to Uh, 17,020. The German two year, I just put that out on Bloomberg Radio Plus. It's a five point, make it a 6% move. I see no end yet to the surge in German two year yields from negative 0.56 all the way up through negative 0.51. Mike, that bears close watching. Why do you suppose
1: that is, Brunello? We would have thought it would go the other way.
0: Well,
2: uh, we need to see what the positioning was. Uh, But if you want to find perhaps a more fundamental uh, uh, explanation, if people think that this is a fully reflationary move, in reality you should see uh, uh uh rates to go eventually up. Perhaps the two year is a bit uh, um short maturity to see those kind of movements, but uh, there's the chance that people see this uh, as eventually something that the market could work with in terms of uh, uh, eventually get the reflation.
0: Mike, Jamie McGeever over at Reuters just puts out on Twitter a photograph of a kitchen sink. Yeah,
2: that, <laughs>
1: that, that, that about sums it up. Well, the one thing I, I, uh, I may have missed it because there is so much out of the ECB this morning, Bradell, but they didn't seem to change the basis on which they make their buying decisions, the capital key. So uh, they seem to have addressed that by allowing the central banks to buy uh, the the corporate bonds.
2: Yes. I mean, um, the expansion of eligible assets already happened in uh, December last year when they expanded to um, local, uh, uh, regional uh, and municipal bonds. Clearly, if they wanted to expand further, the pace of asset purchases and and from 60 to 80 is a big expansion. They needed to find new assets to buy in order to reduce the scarcity effect that was already affecting um, a boom deals. And by the way, this reduction of the scarcity effect might be also behind the rise in uh, uh, some of the boom deals that we were discussing uh, before the shots in that case. Uh, So I think that's that's also uh, an explanation for what's going on in the market now.
0: Bruno, if this is QE. whatever it is, is there any more ammunition other than the simplicity of just lower rates? How is the toolbox set for Mr. Draghi going forward?
2: So uh, they are probably already reaching the limits of what they can do. Um, uh, given the current uh, toolkit um, because uh, you know in terms of deeper rate they can they might go perhaps a minus fifty basis point perhaps slightly lower by introducing a two tier reserve system um, on the um, on the q e side uh, they cannot expand indefinitely so will, they will need something new to buy and this new thing. Uh, is probably something that is not available yet and is what you might call Eurobonds, right? Something that is created by some form of fiscal union that needs to happen in the Eurozone. But as we all know, in order for that to happen, you probably need another crisis first and then there will be another quantum leap into the Eurobonds and then the ECB will have plenty of stuff to buy. But we are not there yet.
1: It, uh, it One of the problems the ECB has faced is uh, we're, we don't get the reaction to monetary policy in the periphery countries that we get in the core. They seem to be wanting to address that with the um, LTROs. Uh, four years is the term for this, and they can borrow at a rate equal to the deposit rate. So they can you can borrow money, and the ECB essentially is going to be paying you to do it.
2: Yes, um, and and but this is something I'm a bit concerned about because we saw what happened when the Altiero and even the TLTRO was um, introduced. Banks did use those, uh, those uh, this liquidity to go into and buy the high-yielding sovereign credit, being the Italian BTPs, uh, Spanish bonus and obligaciones and all the rest, um, and, uh, and uh, instead... What we really would like to see is this nexus between banks and sovereigns to be broken eventually. If that happens again, I I fear that we are actually making this nexus even stronger. And so financial stability concern may actually increase as opposed to decrease.
0: Am I correct that the ECB will take in Siemens corporate debt? When we say corporate bonds, Mm -hmm. are they going to bring in Total of France and Siemens of Germany? So one of the reasons
2: why we didn't expect this to happen or be announced formally, so to speak, is because um, they were already buying. Some of the corporate bonds of quasi sovereign, so to speak, via the agency, uh, program where right, you right, had, right. you know, that, right? So, uh, I, I really want to see how they want to address this because as you can understand, um, they don't want to take as much, uh, credit risk. Okay. So they did, cannot be in the high yield space. They need the, in the, I, I like rate. that.
0: You need to see more information on March 16th or whatever the date is. But critically here, did Mario Draghi just make Europe more like Japan? Uh, yeah,
2: we probably made another step in that direction. I'm not sure it's a good thing because, as we saw, if you keep on addressing this long-term issue with only with monetary mm-hmm. instruments, then nothing so, changes. O- on on the fiscal, uh, you're yeah, not going to solve the problem. You'll make it worse. Thirty, Mike,
1: 30 seconds left. Uh, we're seeing a big market reaction. Draghi threw the kitchen sink at it. Does the market reaction last, or is this just uh, covering positions?
0: Uh
2: there's a bit of both, Uh, but, you know, the package is quite significant, so the market is probably going to appreciate the fact that the the bank has decided to surprise on the upside this time around. And so this reaction is probably uh, going Mm -hmm. to last, especially on the Mm euro-dollar, which is probably start a descent towards parity, but we don't think it's going to go to parity anytime
0: soon. Fabulous. Brunello-Rosa, just absolutely fabulous with Rubini Uh, economics. The euro, uh, well, it moves towards parity, 109 Call at 110 down to 108.50. Uh, U.S. futures surge up 19. Dow futures up 143. Mario Draghi with every tool available. We'll have the press conference at 8.30. Stay with us.